Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, I'm on day two of saying something weird to the person at the Starbucks drive-thru. Oh, what is it this time? Oh, I love this. Yesterday, it was that she was selling records selling some of her records. Mm-hmm. She was going to have a yard sale up the street. and But that was Friday and it rained and so she couldn't have it. And she's like, you can come over and look at my records anytime. And I go, <laughs> is that a proposition? <laughs> and I drove off. Today, Kelly's lid was like a little funky and it was kind of spilling. Yeah. And so today she's like, oh wait, is that spilling? Let me take that back. I'll put a new lid on it. Mm-hmm. She goes, uh, that one was really warped. And I was like, aren't we all? Ah. <laughs> oh. One time while I worked at Starbucks, I accidentally told someone I loved them. Wait, you, <laughs> what did they do, Kelly? <laughs> they drove off. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't recover from that. Wow. Did they ever come back? No. Okay. <laughs> I oh. never saw them again. Oh. I guess that's good. Yeah. They, they ghosted you. I was so rude. That is rude. When I, you tell somebody you love them, you're making a connection. I think about him every day. Really? I'm actually engaged. It was to a Postmates driver that took it upon himself to get me an extra ranch in my delivery. That's committed love right there. Right. I was like, oh, my God, an extra ranch without me having to ask or pay for it. Will you marry me? And he's like, I'll let you know. Still, I don't remember his name or anything like that. But I feel like that means you're not engaged. Well, I mean, I I asked and he didn't say no. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. Mm. Sort of a purgatory of waiting yes will i ever see him again waiting till marriage probably not (laughs) you guys were talking about how you both have worked in coffee before she in the giant corporation that's ruining the world okay wow and me in a small local place that's owned by one single individual that's helping an economy i would like to point out that i've also worked (laughs) in a small coffee shop (laughs) get him kelly get him kelly (laughs) yeah well, were you in the small coffee shop first, or then did you go to Starbucks? Mm, no, I was in Starbucks first. Oh, well, okay. And M- then I went show more small. respect then. Thank you. You're welcome. How, how did you only score three or four points with the how big of a hipster are you, Chris? If that's how you speak about coffee. Well, <clears throat> I just don't like the giant oletarianism that's happening in our world. Chris, you carry around like a five thousand dollar bag, <laughs> six thousand, ten thousand. I don't know Priorities. the number. I don't know the number. It's a leather bag from Hermes. I, I forgot it this morning. Oh, okay, yes. okay. That would be something that I'd be afraid to forget. <laughs> everywhere. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Thank you for coming in on a Wednesday. It's hump day. That's why we asked you. <laughs> Literally. Literally why we asked you. Yeah. Today, I I did give her the warning about what Wednesdays are here on Jordan Silver and Friends. Mm, You mean the what's coming up at 7.30? Yes. I'm excited. Are you? Did you bring something in? Yeah, stories. Ooh. You have some mortified moments? I live my life in a constant state of mortified. Yes. (laughs) As her friend, I can concur. (laughs) I can concur. That's how Kelly does it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get into that coming up at 7.30. That's a minute away, though. Um, Uh, At my 
story that came up at the small coffee shop. Mm-hmm. This You might find this interesting. <laughs> I love when you uh, preface a story like that. <laughs> so the owner and I was just him and I one morning on a, some, I believe like a Thursday morning. It was 9.30. We're just getting the day open and people are kind of going in one at a time. And so we decided to eat a brownie. <gasps> a hallucinogenic that, that, that may have had some stuff in it to make it a little happier. Oh, chocolate and, chips. <laughs> and, <laughs> that is what. Yes. And so we are consuming that. And then the next <laughs> person that comes in, not even joking, is the sheriff. Oh, God. So uh-huh. we're like, here, what kind of coffee yeah. would you like, sir? And then an hour later, a reporter comes in that he forgot about. He's got to give a interview mm-hmm. with this person, and he is baked and flying high like a kite. <laughs> I am laughing in the back because I can tell the the interviewer doesn't know, of course, of course, and just but the way he's, yeah. And then we're uh, <sighs> what? <laughs> it was it was it was great. How it was often amazing. did you consume this illegal substance before it was just making once. coffee? Okay, just once. Was it just a- once? Just once. I feel like I have a lot of coworkers who. That's the only way they performed coffee. Wait a minute. You guys don't eat those before you do the show? I just drink a handle. <laughs> More of a drinker now. You're, you're a drinker. You're drunk right now? Always. That's that's how Kelly does it, everybody. That's Kelly for you. Jordan Silver and Friends. 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. All right, Kelly and Chris. Can you handle yeah. this? We can handle this. I, I don't think you can handle this. I can't handle this. I can't. I'm starting to get a little bit worried. About what? I've never DJed before. Well, I but, feel like you're literally doing it right now. No, this is pushing a button and then The I, wicka, wicka, wicka in. Yes. It's very different than this. Radio mm. DJ, you just talk and then you push a button and the song plays. You don't have to mix things together. BPMs, blah, 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 blah. But for Saturday's silent disco, I go on 940. That was 9.50. P.M.? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I'm in bed. Well, you're on Saturday? Yeah. Still? Mm-hmm. Uh, you are just a, so much fun, mm. Kelly. <laughs> so much fun. Um, but I am I like to prepare. Obviously, you know you work with me yeah. in, in a... You're working. one of the most prepared pupils I know. Right. So mm, it's going to be Thursday before I learn how to DJ. Ooh, that's only two days before. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Is your is your heart like kind of slowly starting to pound, the adrenaline pumping, the nerves racking? Everything was fine until Kelly mentioned that it was hump day. <laughs> then I realized what day it was and how close the silent disco is. And now I'm starting to get worried. So it's like you got a big test due on Saturday. Yes. And you haven't even started studying. I mean, like. You kind of know the material? I keep screenshotting songs that I want to play. Ooh. How do you? How are you going to transition them? Right, I know. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. That's what DJing is all about. And tomorrow we're going to have uh, DJ Tiberius in. Ooh, I like that name. Uh, he's he's DJed a couple of silent discos, Sweet. so he's going to come in at eight thirty and you know give us all a little bit of a lesson on what it's like to be a DJ. I'm excited. I've always kind of wanted to for, foray into that, but. I don't know. I, would, I, want to, I, want, I want to more, you know, scratch the records. Oh, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. No? I could break a nail. <laughs> <laughs> Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. 
So my brain and my anxiety work really well when I have a plan, Mm -hmm. when I have a formula. I'm always trying to figure out a formula for success. A Krabby Patty formula. A what? SpongeBob? The Krabby Patty formula. (laughs) Our Um, 25-year-old. Yeah. Right on the edge of the Gen Zer. I love it. What? That hurts. Gen Zer. Yeah. What's the What's the age range on Gen Zer? I think you're probably towards the end of it. It's like uh, 21. Twenty twenty one. Aren't you approaching that? <clears throat> Are you a millennial? I'm definitely a millennial. Yeah, a baby yeah. boomer. No, wait, is she a millennial generation? <laughs> well, she's a millennial. What the hell are we? You guys are, are the, I think, very close to millennials. I no, think we're you the might. silent generation. I'm a Gen I. X. Honestly, I feel like a baby boomer. <laughs> Everything <laughs> hurts now. I was just talking about how I'm still wearing a knee brace from a fall that happened two months ago. Mm-hmm. You're a yuppie. Oh, my God, I am. You are. Mm. It's kind of crazy. My parents growing up were total hippies, but now Mm -hmm. they're like they followed that very Republican lifestyle. It's kind of crazy how I mean, I don't know. I haven't lived that long of life and had those experiences to, you know, sway my opinions that way. But they were so free loving in the 70s. And now they're just like, Trump. Yes. I've always fascinated when people completely switch parties and and from left to right or political up and down, it's, it's it's fascinating to me. Right. What happened to you? Who hurt you? Do you know how many times I've asked my mother that question? <laughs> I do not get an answer at all. But, okay, so back to DJing. I know we took, a, took an aside there, but, like, when do you skip the song? When do you move to the next song? There's so many, like, formulaic questions. There's a lot of songs where, like, the end 40 seconds is just them fading away and then slowly getting quieter. Right. So you've got to... Nix that. You've got to avoid that and find out the next song you have that has similar beats permitted in the intro from that outro, and you got to match them up timely, just perfect. And if you don't, and you get the beat off, it's going to ruin the entire flow. I feel like programs already automatically do that. <laughs> you know, you can just be like adjust this to fit this. Like we're in that kind of world where you know you can have you don't have to learn an instrument for ten years. You just use GarageBand on your Mac. Well, I just got a typewriter, <sighs> so I guess I need to catch up to the ages. I guess yeah. you do. I just got a pen, so that's pretty close. <laughs> You've been quilling it up? Yeah. yeah. Candlelight, too? Well, what else do you use? This amazing thing called electricity? Isn't that a Dua Lipa song? What the hell? Yes. <laughs> what, uh, what the hell happens in North Kansas City, Kelly? <laughs> like, what the hell? Oh. I went to her house. There were deer <laughs> just chilling in her front yard. We live in a pretty nice neighborhood. I've yeah. got deer in my backyard. Front yard. But front yard is Civilized different. front yard. That's... She doesn't live in a log cabin in the middle of the woods. Okay, There's like all something. these really nice houses. Mm-hmm. And like It seemed like a, a page right out of Overland Park, but like up in northern Kansas City. And there's just like a family of deer. Oh, but no electricity. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why the deer like it. Yeah. They're not scared of it. There's no buzz sound that they can feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting away yeah. from all the cancer. I'm trying to think of a way to tie this back into DJing, but I can't, so I'm just going to whoosh, whoom, ding, 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 pew, pew. Thank you. Like, oh, there's so many questions that I have about DJing. You're not going to be perfect the first time. Your first, That's my problem. Your first time is never good. You're, you don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I have exactly, I don't know, 73 hours to learn how to, how to DJ, how to so mix So if you can't together. DJ perfectly, you really don't want to do it. Right. Yes. And that's the problem. 
Well, let's find you a turntable. No, let's I don't, I don't want to do a Wicca Wicca. So you just have to have learn how to put the songs back to back without interruption? Is that the main goal? No, there's so many questions. Like I said, when to skip a song, um, what songs to put together, when to start bending the genre and le- leading into other things. There's so many questions that I have about DJing. Like how do, you, how do you go from Taylor Swift to Tool to like the struts? Hold on. No, I would never mix those two things together. I, I I will not play an array of Taylor Swift music, which I feel like, unfortunately, I have to tell everybody. Are you going to have at least one Taylor Swift song? Of course. Okay. But just one. Which just one? one? I don't know yet. I haven't mixed stuff together. I was listening to Beyonce before I came here. Uh, I'm trying to mix that in with buzz music. I think you need to calm down. No. Taylor Swift song. Oh, that oh, is a Taylor Swift yeah. song. Yeah. Yes, you're right. I do. I do. I do. But uh, tickets actually went on sale for our Ooh. silent disco. They're nine dollars and sixty five cents now. Keyword buzz with two Z's, not forty. Yeah. Like with that <laughs> one. But uh, I've got a pair of tickets right now to the silent disco, so you can come bring some um, tomatoes and throw them at me if you do not like the musical selection that I play while the regular DJs are on break. While the regular DJs go on break, that's when Jordan gets to go up there and wicka wicka. You're gonna be so good. Uh, they're going to the DJs are going to come back out and be like, I have to listen to this, and then once you're like, hold on, I still need my break, so they're going to give you forty minutes. Well, okay. So another question: What if they? I don't know what they're planning on playing. What if we both play <gasps> the same song? Right? There's all these questions right? about DJing that I don't know. See, this is how I go into every situation I with bet, a mild freak out. I bet there's a program that doesn't allow you to play the same song. I bet that they've coordinated enough. Like there's some DJ coordination. You think so? Because it's kind of a competition at the Silent Disco because there's going to be three channels, so three different DJs that are doing three different genres of music. Honestly, if you think that I have ever been to a disco and I don't get out of bed after 9, then you're wrong. It's 6.35 right now, though. 9 p.m. Oh, 9 p.m. Okay, that's right. Wow. Not even go to the bathroom? No. I'm stuck. I'm strapped in. Wow. Mm. Is it a musical faux pas if you repeat a song that another DJ does, like if you wore the same dress as another girl at the Oscars or something? I don't know, but what if you play the same song and you're wearing the same dress <gasps> as the DJ? Oh. Like the You'd world. never be asked back. Right. You might have to leave Kansas City. Uh, damn it. All right, let's give out this pair of tickets. I'll stop freaking out about this and we'll move on from the subject. Um, give, me, give me a number from one to ten. Six. Two. Six it is. <laughs> five seven six seven ninety six five. Use the hashtag BuzzFamilyCreep when you post today. Maybe Jordan will talk about your post tomorrow at six thirty. Hello, the Buzz. What's going on? Hey, how are you? Not too bad. Driving to work. Driving to work? Oh, you're not driving on oh, yeah. seventy, are you? No, four thirty five. Okay, because seventy's got this backup because a uh, a truck. Uh, a tractor trailer truck has dog food just like all over the all over the highway. Oh, no. Yeah, everybody's got to look out dog for dog food. I'm bringing my dog. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when I was driving here, I saw them picking it up. They all look like they're in boxes, like Amazon. <laughs> this is a shame. What's your name, my friend? My name is Billy. Billy, um, wait, we know oh, yeah. you. Oh yeah, you know me. That this is Chris's um, best friend. Billy, Billy, Billy. How are you, Billy? Not too bad. Pretty good. Just good to hear. Off at daycare, going to work. Does that mean that you pooped? 
Oh, no, no, that happened twice already. Okay, that's not say drop with the I'm kids. I'm up at four. Them. I'm up with you guys. Okay, that's not what... That's, <laughs> I don't think that's what he said. Dropping the kids off. Dropping the kids off at the pool. That means go, you went to the bathroom. It's like powder my nose when you're a woman in the early <laughs> 1900s. All right, Billy, we'll see you at the Silent Disco on Saturday. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. We got Mortified coming up at 7.30. We've taken a couple weeks off of this, and somebody mentioned it on the text line. Are you guys not doing Mortified anymore? I'm like, hmm. oh, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, we missed it last week. I had an emotional week last week, so I was like, I don't feel like digging into my past. You're busy being Mortified. Yes. Honestly. Yes. That on my couch. Mortified yeah. on my couch. Mm. So, well, it's back. Yeah, it's back, and we all have something, don't we? I don't have anything. Okay. Don't worry. I've got enough for the both of us. <laughs> Good. Uh, so do I. So... <laughs> I was talking about booty, but okay. So, <laughs> what I brought in for seven thirty for mortified. Um, I used to be so angry. Mm. I feel really? like anybody that listened to that has listened to mortified or listened to the show or like kind of like my history. There's this semi innocent person in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then there's just this really angry person in the middle. And now I don't think I seem angry. I don't think you're angry now. Right. You've, you've- of course, you do see a therapist like once a week or so, but you're able to very well deal with your daily life. Right. But I haven't always been like that. Mm. And there were some things that I had to overcome. As before, we all do. Right. Same girl, same. Before I became this relaxed, before I became this relaxed. This beautiful woman lady. that you are now. I mean, you don't have to, listen, Dustin, <laughs> you don't have to kiss my butt. It's okay. But um, yeah, I was going through some stuff when I lived in Seattle which would have been 2004 to 2010. And I saw this really angry list of things that I hate about Seattle. Oh, I can't Mm. wait for that. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, the sad part is as I'm going over this, there's a lot of things that I have now become that are on this list of things that I hate about Seattle, written in July of 2007. Oh, so it's like your mother turning conservative. You're right. Oh, my God, Mm. you're right. Oh, my God. Isn't there a book called My Mother, Myself that just basically tells you that... You are your mother. Yes. I don't think I've seen it, but I believe that that's true. So maybe you're only like... No. 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 Anyway, so we've got Mortified coming up at 7.30. Kelly, what did you bring in? Because I'm... Your person... (laughs) This whole... The whole point of Mortified is to kind of get a better understanding from the past. Mm -hmm. Why we are the way that we are now. Right, and right. you are a very interesting human being. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. You're I am um, the more interesting person that I've met in Kansas City. Wow, that's so, so nice. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of white hey, bread here. Hey, well, so. after you have, I was gonna say, what course. about chopped liver? You're, you've been you've been the most fascinating, Kelly. You're a Ooh, very close second. Thank you so much. You're wow, welcome. I'm in good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty influenced by people, so mine has a lot to do with the people I was surrounded by at the time. So. Ooh. Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, except I'm more of the instigator, so I'll start something and people will take it way too far. Ooh. So you're the bird and they're the feathers. Yeah. It's Mm. a common theme in my life. Ask me about my 21st birthday. Okay. Should we or no? I got kicked out of power and light on a Wednesday, so. Damn. (laughs) Damn. My 21st was on a Saturday. Thank God. Lit. Yeah, it it wasn't. I partied with my grandmother. <laughs> you know, but she got lit. That was funny. That was real funny when grandma gets a little litty. Um, so, okay, that's coming up at 730. And uh, we got the news coming up very soon at 710. 
Hashtag Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Oh, guys, this is an unavoidable photo today. With the way that things have been happening, it's not like we're waiting for an image, but just an image to represent what's going on. It's unavoidable to see at this point. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's a man and his daughter that drowned at the Mexican border. This is what the news had to say. This father grew tired of the long wait at the processing centers. So on Sunday, he decided to try to swim the river himself. It was when his daughter, the 23-month-old, nearly two-year-old daughter, saw her father in the water that she jumped in after him. He tried to save his daughter. He was taken under by the current, both bodies. Uh, were washed away, eventually found in Matamoros. The Salvadorian government has put out a statement, and this is what they have to say about it. Uh, saying they are united in the pain for this uh, irreparable loss, and no Salvadoran should have to be faced with the need to leave his country for lack of opportunities. I am so sorry for you to have to do the transition mm. to some other news than this, but what do you have? Well, uh, Forbes has ranked the best employers by state across the country. Both in Missouri and Kansas, some of the best jobs are found in the metro here. The buzz. <sighs> is the buzz on there? The buzz is not what? on there, but we'll, we're going to work to get on that list. Okay, good. All right, then who is on there? Garmin was the best place in Kansas. Okay. And the other top places were University of Kansas Health System, Ooh. Children's Mercy, okay. JCCC, and the Blue Valley Schools. Nice. Yeah. The buzz will be on there next year. We're going to try for it. I am. Cardi B, I know, I know. Cardi B pled not guilty yesterday in New York on multiple charges connected to a strip club brawl last summer. Oh, man. Been there. Have you really, Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm going to get in a fight, that's the place to do it. Can't talk about it. No, no. So in my head, I picture this, them swearing her in, going, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? To which she responds, oh, Oh, thank you. I've been wanting to do that joke since (laughs) 3.30 this morning. What else do you have for news, Chris? Residents. Am I saying that correctly? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Residents are seeing tornadoes of poop after their sewer line blockage is exploding into their homes. This sounds like my own personal hell. <laughs> there was a woman that was capturing video of water flowing up through the toilet so forcefully and fastfully that it was just engulfing her entire home. And it's going to cost over $8,000 for this woman to clean up her home. Who's going to say the dad joke here? I guess... I guess I'm on a roll. Someone's going to mention something about a storm. No? No? I didn't know we could say <laughs> We can't say shit. That's why I'm bleeping it out. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Man, I, uh, I lived in North Carolina before I lived in Seattle. And I remember visiting Seattle in 2003. This I was, was in third grade. It's going to be real fun. Uh, I thought that Seattle at the time was like this... Re- like the hipster version of what San Francisco was in the summer of love. Like the place where I was going to go and I was going to belong. Because mm. my whole life I've just wanted a place to belong. feel mm. like I belong. You belong here. You belong here, Jordan. I do. Thank you. <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice feeling. But when you're looking for that yes. feeling, right. when you're searching for that feeling as a, as a child. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. How, how were you guys in high school or like in your hometown? Did you feel like you fit in? Oh. Uh, no. I was in a town of 3,000, and I I fit in kind of kind of that person who popular with a, wasn't the popular kid by any means, but kind of could float around, yet not being good or interested in sports. Right. That definitely was a discriminatory action that they took against me, where it's a form of bullying or exclusion. Trying to say that you were a nerd and the the popular kids 
were bullies? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to make that <laughs> make it, it sense. Was the, 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 wasn't the popular ones that were bullies, just the, the ones that didn't get the love from their mm. parents that were the ones that attacked me. Yes, mm. I. that's where that usually comes from. That's mm-hmm. where the bullies come from. I was I was not. I I had friends in high school, but I didn't. I didn't do well in high school. Hmm. Your girl was not not a good human back then. I was kind of a <laughs> badass. I good. Well, not good. Yes, good. A bitch, I as mean, you would say. That's no. <laughs> that's that's kind of where a lot of yes. stuff starts. You know, um, where uh, a lot of this stuff comes from. Chris, I hear a lot of your stories, mm-hmm. and I feel like some some of them, most of them, um, kind, when you get really passionate about things, mm-hmm. you kind of talk about some traumatic stuff that happened mm-hmm. in your childhood. I don't mean to like Freud it, but <laughs> I, you know, I do kind of believe in his teachings personally oh, for sure. that, you know, the more I look back at my childhood, the more that things are explained. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I never, there were a lot of reasons I never felt like I fit in. Right. It, I could trace it back to the fact that my brother was born mm-hmm. and I went from, you know, being the one that I get, that's all the, t- the attention to my brother was just this accident prone kid like he always would hurt himself and uh like he would climb that like one he would climb out of his uh crib and like fall and like hurt himself my mom's like i don't know why child protective services didn't take him away because he got hurt all the time and it wasn't because we did anything um but he was so accident prone and so uh, he took all the attention the attention waned away from you and you felt that yes Mm. so i just sat in my room playing barbies and then when i discovered music i was like i'm gonna put myself in this and then in school um, like you guys, I was one of those kids that had friends with that was friends with all the groups, but wasn't really popular, but not uncool. Yeah, just kind of yeah, existed. Yeah. Yep, you've always been cool. Thank you. But um, th- so that feeling never, I never felt like I fit in. Plus the whole fact that I was gay and I didn't even know that that was another thing that made me feel like I didn't fit in. So I, uh, when I became an adult, I wanted to fix that feeling. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find a place mm-hmm. where I fit in. I wanted to know what that felt like. Cause Find I, a home. Yeah. Yeah, where people inherently knew how I felt. Right. Which is a crazy journey to have to, to, to try to go on. You know, most people are, I don't know, working on their education. Mm-hmm. And they go after, after high school, mm-hmm. um, you know, becoming adults, having yeah. families. And I'm like, I'm going to find where I fit in. I'm going to do a lot of drugs. A lot of cocaine. No, well, hallucinogenics. Mm. A lot of hallucinogenics. The and natural plants. Exactly. You know, f- find out who I am first and then find a place where I fit. And so uh, I went to college and then lived in North Carolina for a while. That was, you know, the South mm-hmm. in the very early 2000s. So it wasn't exactly my scene, even though now it's like a part of my heart and my story. Mm-hmm. But I started talking to this girl on the Internet. And then... They had the Internet back then? Really? Yes, in 2000, we had the internet. Did so, Al Gore invent it? Did he? He claims was some... he, but no, he didn't. Okay. I started talking to this girl on the internet, and she's like, I think you need to come to Seattle. You know, you have dyed, dyed hair, you have piercings, uh, you like this kind of music. This is going to be the place where you fit in. And so I visited, which was the crazy, one of the craziest things I've ever done in my life was fly all the way across the country from Raleigh, North Carolina to Seattle, Washington. Didn't know a single person on the West Coast. Definitely didn't know anybody in Seattle except for this person I was corresponding with. Very trustful source. Yes. This mm. was before Catfish. Uh, and thank God she was who she said she was and everything was 
was legit. legit. But I fell in love with Seattle. I was like, oh my God, this is where I'm going to fit in. Aww. This is it. And then I moved there. Um, then it went I, downhill quickly. It did. I was like, what is up with these people? Yep. What is wrong with these people? Yep. Seattle, Seattle sounds like a great place to live on paper, but it's not. There's a lot of problems this, that Seattle is facing. They're I know. It's so sad. There's no sunlight. Well, see, that's why I thought I would fit in, you know? <laughs> no, but the truth is, the truth is, I was always like an emo, pop punk kid at heart. Like, the real songs that spoke to me were the ones about, like, do girl, slit your throat, and if I, <laughs> with my one last dying breath, I apologize like, for like bleeding on Benjamin your side. shirt. That is not Breaking Benjamin. Oh, my God. I need to sit you down in front of some music. <laughs> he didn't even know what Icky Thump was yesterday, but get there. So, like, Ooh, how do you work here? I know. <laughs> I, I got him out from a funeral home, so I'm teaching him. Right. He's got a little right. bit of I'm leeway I'm learning, right and I, I am loving this new alternative music that is vibing. It's fantastic. It's not new. <laughs> Icky Thump came out <laughs> when I was in Seattle. <laughs> I remember when Laszlo played that for the very first time. But, uh, so... Yeah, I was I was sad, and I was like, okay, this is where sad people go. I didn't know it was depression. I wasn't on any kind of medication at that point. Vitamin D is lacking in that region. It is, and I don't know if that's exactly the reason why everybody's so sad. I really feel like it was an internal thing. You know, if you can mm-hmm. fix the inside, then maybe, you know, you can do some work on the outside, which mm-hmm. is something that I eventually did, which is why looking back at things like lists of things that I hate about <laughs> Seattle, things that I hate Looking back now at the adult that I am and the adult that I've been presenting myself as at the Buzz mm-hmm. since I started almost a year ago, this just seems very disconnected. This doesn't seem like me, but Ooh. it was part of my story. I'm so excited. The list part definitely seems like you. Right, you're right. Making a <laughs> the list. organizational process. Exactly. Yeah. That is that is where I where um, the real me is shining through and always very consistent. This is a list of things that I hate about Seattle, but. Um, the problem with this list is the more that I look at it, the more that I see that the problem was me and none of the things on this list. But I definitely took a nice 2007 approach to um, I think people are going to understand a lot of these things. And then we'll look into why. Well, I don't know what changed with Mortified coming up. And uh, Kelly, you also brought in a, a funny story that we're, yeah, we're going to get to coming up in eight minutes, uh, in, in three minutes right after this song. It's the buzz. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday, except way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. So, yeah. Yeah, I always, you know, never fit in where I grew up, never fit in in school, never fit in really 100% with the groups that I was friends with, never felt like I fit in 100% with my family. I, I may not be alone in this feeling. We, do, you, do you guys also feel that way? Oh, super. For sure. I'm okay. very different from my family. So, but like everybody, like did you and, meet? Oh, everybody. Yeah. I don't think I, I found any place that I really fit in until maybe the past year right. or so. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that is the feeling of not fitting in is, you know, probably something that a lot of us Buzz listeners, Buzz family feel, you yeah. know, just like, all right, if, if I can't find some place to fit in, I'll just start making my own place. And, you know, that's one way of fixing that feeling. So uh, I lived in the I lived in Maine, then I lived in the uh, North Carolina, then I decided to move to Seattle because I thought that that was going to be where like people were going to people. I was going to meet people that felt exactly the way that I felt. And I was angry and I was in an emo band where we did a lot of screaming. Yeah, well, you still do a lot of screaming. I, I I still do a lot of screaming. One day I'll play that band for you guys. That was actually good. An actual good band. 
But so I moved to Seattle in 2004, and that was like the beginning of the whole hipster thing. You know, mm-hmm. before it got cool everywhere else, Seattle back then, lots of hipsters. So you're saying you were cool before everyone else? No, because I was still wearing my giant shorts and my tube socks pulled up to my knees. Did you have Jinko jeans? That was in 1996. That's a different time. Okay. These were giant. I, I wanted to be like in Blink-182. Okay. That's how I dressed. Okay. Also had a lot of piercings in my face. The uh, photos of that do not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you've reduced oh. the metal in your face? So much. I think I, did- I think I had 10 at the same at the same time. What? Like we're talking a, a lot of facial piercings. Ears. <laughs> Ears, uh, eyebrows, eyebrows. Eyes. Uh, um, bridge between your eyebrows, septum. septum, yeah, yeah, lip, tongue. I had them in my hands. We'll you, talk about. What? That. I know. We'll uh. talk. We'll talk about that at some other time. But so in this quest of trying to figure out how and where I fit in, uh, I moved to Seattle and uh, it just it was I was very disillusioned. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. people were not my people, you know, and they made me angry. <laughs> and so you were sold a reality that wasn't true. Yes. Or I had just come into another bump in the road where one day I was going to fit in, but it wasn't going to be this place. So instead of looking at the problem like it was myself and my own problem and something Mm -hmm. that I created and something, some kind of horrible inner turmoil that I was having, I took it out on everybody else. Yeah, this isn't your fault. It's their fault. Right. Which is kind of how you feel when you're in your early 20s. Right, yeah. projecting. This, yes, exactly. This mm-hmm. can't be my fault that, that um, I'm so screwed up and I don't fit in and blah, blah, blah. It's obviously everybody else's fault. Right. Clearly. Right, right. So when I was in Seattle, before I left, I made a list of all the things that I hate mm-hmm. about Seattle in 2007. And here we go. Number one, rat tails. I still those. Hate are prevalent those. in Seattle? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, one time my girlfriend let... Let me get a rat tail and what? told me that it was cool. What? I know. She told me that it was cool, and then everybody at my job was making fun of me, and I realized that she did it to be mean. And it's not- never cool. People only do it because it's ironic or they don't know any better. Exactly. Thirty Number two, 39-year-olds that act like 21-year-olds. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I could see that being prevalent I know lots there. of those. Mm. I think you're looking at one. I don't have eyes. Uh, nobody says please or thank you at all <sighs> for anything in what Seattle. They just... Take and then just yes. leave? Yes. That's so frustrating. That's what made me mad about Seattle. Scooters. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. You turn to love them now. Yeah, in 2007, something I hated about Seattle was scooters, and now look. You've got your own. Yes, I know. Leprechaun pants. What? I'm going to need some elaboration. Yeah, what are those? Those are the skinny jeans that are so tight, it looks like they were put on with a shoehorn. Oh, where it looks like it's like your skin is blue? Yes, yes. Those pants. You I did not like those. I, I don't know. I didn't wear leprechaun okay. pants, but everybody else did. I need to Google And that. I was like, their pants are too. That's what we called them, at least. Uh, number six, social climbing. We're in Seattle. There was just like no social climbing. It's like, why are people trying to get ahead in Seattle? There was no Seattle. There's no social climbing in Seattle. There's no, no? like Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're in Seattle. Everybody lives in the okay. gutter. Oh, it's just one simple all yes. class. Yeah, I was like, why are you social climbing? It's not working. There's no <laughs> place to climb. It's all in the same rung here. Uh, number seven, the name Seattle. Why are there two T's? Seattle. Yes. I had a That, that, that ticked, ticked you off? Yes, that pissed me off. 
The name Seattle. Okay. I wasn't expecting that, but continue. Number eight, Mad Dog, which was this girl that I nicknamed. She was oh. really mean. And I remember <laughs> Mad Dog from um, from Back to the Future 3. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so I gave her the nickname Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Yeah. And so she didn't like that, by the way, just so you know. How, how many years into to Seattle are you? Three. Okay. Three, right. of, three right. of six. Okay. Number nine, pretending you have way more money than you actually do. Mm. Yeah. That's kind of common on the East and West Coasts. That's kind of common in a lot of places. Number 10, don't ask me how this is Seattle's fault, but it's on my list. The things that I hate about Seattle, overdraft fees. How is that Seattle's, <laughs> how is that Seattle's fault? Uh, probably Amazon initiated it. Still a good thing to hate, though. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yes. that's, I'll still agree with you on that one. Number 11, things that I hate about Seattle. The hills. What the F? Flatten the damn land before you build a damn city. How can you leave somewhere and constantly, how can you leave somewhere and go uphill and then when you're coming back from that same place, also be going uphill? Lots of hills. Hmm, terrain. The hills, if you will. I just don't understand how everything is always uphill. Even going back from the place that you went is somehow still uphill. That'd be bothersome. Good yes. thing you didn't move to San Francisco because I heard they're even hillier. Uh, yeah, it's about the same thing though. Okay. It's just the smaller hills. Um, number 12, heroin. Number 13, people who bum smokes. I don't smoke. I'm not lying to you to save my cigarettes. I don't smoke. Are they getting upset when you don't all, I don't have any, oh, you're holding back on me. Yes, that's what I remember from Seattle. Number 14, crackheads with puppies. Oh. Always makes me sad. Because you know that puppy's not getting loved properly. Number 15, this one is Seattle's fault, the rain. Yep. Number 16, (laughs) again, this is not Seattle's fault. And honestly, I feel like the hills are something to help against it. But somehow I blamed it uh, on my list. Um, The fact that I'm fat. (laughs) The fact that I'm fat is something that I hate about Seattle. Even though the hills help in not making you fat. I don't know. Um, Number 17, hipsters with pant legs up when they don't have a bike with one pant leg up, rolled up. That made me angry. They only... People would do that and they'd have one rolled up? Yes, one rolled up while they're walking around. Like, okay, I get that that's, you do it so that your pant leg doesn't get caught in the bike. Are they going to have like just in a sudden emergency where they need to hop on a bike real quickly and they're not going to have time to bother their gene up? I don't know. I don't know. Number 18, this one really hurts now. People who walk their cats on leashes. Mm. People who are, who are obsessed with their cats. How's Blanche doing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I turned into that one. Actually, I got Blanche uh, like a year after I, I wrote this. I took my cat for a walk, but I didn't use a leash. I guess I would have thought you were cool then. Um, number 19, hipster glasses. <clears throat> number 20. <laughs> we'll skip over that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> number 20, everyone can play the guitar. Something I hate about Seattle is okay. that everyone can play the guitar. 21, people with their pets as the background on their phone. Number 22, the iPhone. Number 23, people who love pop music. <clears throat> you are becoming is, what you hated. I know. This Num- is Freudian stuff right I know. Now. Number, yeah. number 24, people that collect records. <clears throat> and number 25, the, uh, the 25 things that I hate about Seattle back when I was like an angry teen, uh, angry 20-year-old. MySpace top 24s. No one has 24 friends. And FYI, everyone in your top 24 <laughs> will stab you in the back for a girl. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think that's pretty oh. telling. The angst in that. I know. I think that, that that, if we look at it, is exactly why this whole list exists. I was mad at other people for things that were going on inside of myself. Did you, you 
I appreciate that you finally have come around and have accepted and loved now all those things that you used to hate. I mean, I definitely don't like when when um, people who bum cigarettes off you are mad when you don't smoke. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my lungs are clean. I'm sorry. But yeah, that was... Uh, it's weird to look back at this list because it's like I've changed so much from being making the, having these things make me angry. Um, yeah, it was really like a within problem. Hmm. A within problem. And you've you, dealt with that? I think so. Trying to every Wednesday at noon? No. <laughs> That's when I deal with problems here at work. It's like hashtag throwback Thursday. Except it's way, way, way more embarrassing. This is mortified. Uh, fat fingers, I apologize for that. Kelly. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Chris? Phenomenal. That sounds so fake. Um, <laughs> so you've been on the show for the past two Fridays. I have. And yeah. people have been getting to know you. You're hilarious, mm. by the way. Thank you so much. Very funny. And uh, um, I'm trying to figure out the things that we as the Buzz family know about you. We know <laughs> that you used to work in coffee. Now you work at a bike shop. Yep. Um, that you, I don't know the story on it. We'll definitely talk about it at some other time. But you, uh, did you get kicked out of um, a religious sect? Yeah, I was kicked out of a church. Okay, she was kicked yeah. out of a church. Yep. And arrested there. And arrested there. Yep, that's Kelly, everybody. <laughs> um, you have, you've definitely had one of those stories, which we'll get into again at a different point. Um, but just like this overcoming story, um, which I always feel like the funniest people kind of have the best stories of overcoming things and use, you know, humor to kind of lighten the mood. To light, yeah. Because you can't tell people traumatic thing A and then not not like deal with that in the room like you have one of two things like be someone people are like i'm so sorry right or someone who laughs at you right i'd rather be laughed at so oh with with laughed with <laughs> laughed with. with so uh i did not know if you would have something for mortified but mm. you did have something right that you wanted to talk about I did. that you brought in. I'm sure that I'm sure that I have lots of different things that have happened in my life. But when I was in third grade, we were learning about story development. Mm-hmm. And uh, for this assignment, everyone in the class had a sheet of paper. Well, one person had a sheet of paper and everyone in the class wrote a sentence on it. Okay. To develop a story off of one another. Okay, cool. Kind of like... Um, uh, what. Stream of consciousness, kind of. Yeah, right. Okay. Kind of. Um, so wh- what happened was a bunch of third graders. Um, I sat next to a bunch of boys. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I, I'm, an, I'm an instigator. So, yes. So w- what happened was there was this nice story of a lovely day and this woman walking her dog. Okay. And that's uh, what the kids at the, at the, that were telling the beginning of the story. At the beginning of the story. Okay. And, it gets a blurry what happens in the middle, but at some point the dog gets hurt and I see the dog get hurt and I'm like, oh, you know, what would be funny mm. if you said that the dog chewed its own leg off. <laughs> third grade third and your grade. contribution to a story that third graders are writing. No, I think maybe I was the one who saw the dog get hurt and I was just like, I had a filler sentence. Okay. And I said, you should write this. Okay. And I whispered it and then someone else wrote it. But because I was in the stream of kids right. that wrote this section, mm-hmm. um, they handed the paper back to the teacher and was like, um, I don't know what to do here <laughs> with the story. How would you go on? <laughs> and the teacher was like, 
who wrote this. And the group of us all got in trouble and they had to take the original sheet of paper uh-huh. um, because apparently copying it wasn't an option. And each of our parents had to sign it after reading it. So you're okay. Third grade. <laughs> You're writing a story with your class, third grade again, and uh, you come up with a story. When you get, when it gets to your contribution to the story, mm-hmm. you basically, you and your group of friends put that um, the dog got hurt and chewed its leg off. It was this happy story about a dog. It was. It started off a bright sunny day, and it got real dark. When it get, when it gets dark, the school turns it into your parents, right? And they're it. like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. They were like, "Oh," and you don't come back from that. Like from then on, the rest of the school year, the teacher is like, "These kids are serial killers," <laughs> because you don't. You can't hurt an animal. Right, especially to... <laughs> I got nothing with that. One time, she developed carpal tunnel for writing in her journal about how much she hated her ex. Jordan, Jordan Silver, Silver and Friends. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Well, San Francisco about to become the first U.S. city to ban e-cigarettes. They're trying to do it to keep kids away. But it's kind of funny because my cousin who lives in uh, California, her husband, when he had to answer to her, he goes, if I can keep this car, I promise I'll quit vaping. <laughs> well, I know. I was like, I gave money to that. I was like, yeah. if I quit vaping, what do you have for the news? A man in Kansas City was ticketed by police soon after recording someone else get arrested. What's the ticket? Blocking the street. Scandalous. You know a workout that isn't considered a sport, but it probably should be? Mm. Dancing. Stop it, Chris. No, (laughs) dancing. Dancing. So the Olympic Committee is actually thinking about it for Paris 2024. The International Olympic Committee is considering a proposal that would bring breakdancing to the Paris Olympics in 2024. Yeah, man, that's just ate a giant meal. You're drinking beer and stuff. And then on the dance floor, I'm always out of breath. I hate dancing. Chris, what else do you have? Well, a badass grandma kills a four and a half foot long cobra with a shovel. Is a euphemism? To protect the neighborhood kids. No, I've seen this on the news. It's a real thing. Listen to this lady talk about it. That's a cobra. I didn't have shoes on. I had to put shoes on. And I came out and it was around the other side and it was searching. Okay, so she had to go back and put shoes on. Let me tell you one thing I'm going to have on my (laughs) body. I'm about to go do battle with a cobra. Shoes. Jordan Silver and Friends. Vulgarity is no substitute for wit. So, we've got our silent disco coming up on Saturday. Really Woo-hoo! excited for this. At the Truman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts at 8 o'clock. Be there at 8 o'clock so you can dance. There's going to be glow paint and all that fun stuff there. It's going to be like glow a Glow paint? Yeah, it's going to be like a good, cool, literally cool, temperature-wise cool, dark room where you can dance and there's going to be some glowing in the dark of okay. things. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Is glow in the dark, this glow in the dark paint, whatever, is it? Washable, or do I need to wear clothes that I don't mind getting ruined? I don't know the answer to that question. Um, I'm sure it's at 965thebuzz.com. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I went to a paint party, a paint throwing party once in LA, and then every, it was one where obviously your clothes get completely ruined. Yeah. And then people were calling Ubers from there. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, that's, that's messed up. Yeah, I would be, I would cancel that. I'm not having getting anybody. 
painted in my nice car. Right. In the, well, yeah, but also, they didn't know that they were going to pick people up at a paint party. Mm. I'm just like, I brought extra clothes for that reason. It's like, be responsible. This Smart. Is this is somebody else's car. But um, I think it'd be totally fine at our Hush Silent Disco. You don't have to get in the uh, paint part of it. So if you would like to go, I want to give out a pair of tickets right now to our Silent Disco. Uh, number, what, what caller number? Kelly, what number would you like? All right, sounds good. Five seven six seven ninety six five. Jordan Silver and Friends. She swears to God, it's a back massager. Hello, the Buzz. Have you been to a silent disco before? I have never been to one. No. What do you think it's like? I don't know. I feel like it'd be some like almost like a virtual reality for your ears. You're, Ooh, you're I right. Love that. that is basically what it is because you can like switch the channels and stuff. What kind of music do you like to dance to? Pretty much everything. Okay. I'm a music lover, so. What if I play death metal during my set? Will you dance? I'll jam out. Okay, cool. I'm going to throw some of that in there for you. What's your name? Kanan. All right. We will see you on Saturday. We won? Yeah, we didn't grab all that information. (laughs) I've never seen you in my life before. You never won? This is your first time? Yeah. Congratulations. How does it feel? Oh, it feels great. I'm like shaking. (laughs) You're shaking? Oh, my God. I love you. You're amazing. Please come say hi to us. Yes, come say hi to us at the Silent Disco on Saturday. We'll see you there. Oh, my God. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Keenan. Bye. Bye. Let's see if we can make it a whole show without Jordan making a Titanic reference. Jordan, Silver, and Friends. Kelly. Jordan. You've been uh, casually mentioning something very important. It's the anniversary of something very important today. Hopefully not mine, but it is the anniversary of the legalization of same-sex marriage in the United States. That's right. June 26, 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down all state bans on same-sex marriage. We were searching for the year. And I was like, it's 2015. It's 2015. Mm. And you're looking for it and you're like, it is 2015. I'll tell you how I know. Because this, uh, when this happened, I was so stoked because, you know, it's something that we've been fighting for and hoping for for all of our lives. And uh, so then I told the girl that I was dating that, oh, my God, same-sex marriage is is now legal. And then, like, two or three days later, we broke up. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. So this day is a little sore in my soul, but but it's also a totally amazing Congratulatory day. My see, my day was different this many years. How many? Four years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I was at a straight person's wedding, mm-hmm. and the first thing the bride said to me when she saw me on her wedding day was, "You can get married now." So <laughs> that was. She's a great ally. Did you ever have go to fam- wet weddings with like you know with your family uh, when you were a kid? Uh, I remember once I went to one and mathematically my grandmother turned to me and goes, you know what? You're going to be the next one to get married because all of my aunts and uncles were married and I was the oldest of the grandkids. My my family just skipped to my little sister. They were like, you're next. And I'm like, thanks. (laughs) Oh, that's a shame, Kelly. That's okay. You'll get married one day. You want to do that thing where if we turn 30 and nobody will marry us, we marry each other? Yeah. All right. I'm already there. So should I get a ring or... Oh, yes, please. Please. <laughs> I'm going to wear the dress. Thanks for letting us hang out with you today. Jordan Silver and Friends. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.